This is the Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 83, The Five Channels. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? I hope that you are having a great week. And this week, we are going to be continuing on with what I introduced last week, which I called my series of fives. So last week, I shared with you the five, four, three, two, one grounding technique that can be used to help with anxiety and to get present, as well as the five favorite five senses technique that can help you deal with spinning thoughts, racing thoughts, the kind of thoughts that keep you up at night, the kind of thoughts that can really keep you stuck. So hopefully you had a chance to try those out. If not, then just go back, re-listen to the episode, and I think you will find them really helpful. But today I wanted to share with you a tool that I just recently learned in a coaching program, and it was taught by B.B. Hansen, who is the head of presence-based coaching. And she took it over, presence-based coaching, a couple of years ago after the founder, Doug Silsby, had passed away. So I want to make sure that I give her credit. I wasn't taking this class through present-based coaching. I was taking it through an organization called Coaches Rising. And I just want to make sure that I give credit. B.B. Hansen, this is where I learned it from. Although my interpretation and use of it may be a bit different. So you can check out present-based coaching if you want to make sure you understand it in its purest form and not through the Leo lens. <laughs> All right, let me introduce it to you. Basically, we want to be living in the present moment as much as possible. We don't want to be worrying about the past or planning in the future all the time. When we are in the present, we are able to be more resilient. We can calm and regulate our nervous system when we are in the present. So Doug Silsby, in his book, Presence-Based Leadership, he defined presence as an internal state, an awareness of stillness, of possibility, and immediacy. Now, one way we can anchor ourselves into more presence is by anchoring ourselves in our body, paying attention to what's happening in our body. Remember, we talked a little bit about this last week, but our mind can drift. So it can go in the past and it can go in the future, but our body always stays in the present. So if you find you have a hard time being in the present moment, being in the moment, then you may want to get more connected to your body that's where you probably want to do some work because the body can't be anywhere else but here. So when we are present, the reason we want to get present is because we want to build up our awareness. We want to become aware of what's going on. It's the direct experience that we're having in life right now. We can witness things without getting pulled into them. We can become aware without judgment. We notice things, we observe things, we can see things more clearly. And when we see things more clearly, that is when we can make changes. This is when we can choose to do something or not do something. 
So we need to be in, we want to be in the present and that will lead to awareness and awareness then can lead us to choice, the ability to be intentional and deliberate in our life. We can't change what you don't see. I think Dr. Phil, he always used to say, you can't change what you don't acknowledge and you can't acknowledge anything without being aware of it. And in order for you to be aware of things, you have to be in the present observing them. So the tool I'm going to introduce you today is what is called an awareness map. And it's a tool that you can use if you really do want to work on becoming more present. I find it very effective. I am a thinker. I'm very cerebral. It's really easy for me to think about things, much easier to think about things than to feel them in my body. I have a much harder time being present. My mind is often planning in the future or it's rehashing the past. And I want to offer, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just how my mind has been conditioned. There are lots and lots of benefits about planning in the future. And you know, I'm a huge advocate of working with your future self. And I am a huge huge advocate about making sure we're taking care of our memories, rethinking, reliving, retelling the past. But there is also lots of power being in the present. And as I mentioned, being in the present helps us build that awareness. And being in the present is also really important for your nervous system. Reminding your nervous system it's safe, doesn't have to worry about the threats that it perceives or in the past or in the future because none of those threats exist when you are in the here and now. So being in the present is pretty important way to train your brain. So I'm going to explain this tool to you. I want you to think of it like you're sitting down to watch TV and there are a ton of channels that you can choose from. You get to decide which channel to turn on. There may be channels that you watch a lot and are really familiar with and other channels that you don't watch that much, but you get to decide which channel to watch. Or if we want to do a, you know, look at radio frequencies, what frequency you want to dial into is another way of seeing it. What kind of music do you want to listen to? And of course, I want to reiterate, you really do get to choose where you put your attention. Which channel do you want to watch? So one channel could be news, one's a comedy, one is sports, one's a documentary, one's music, one's drama. It's not like one is better than another. Each one has its value. They are all there existing in different frequencies. They're all available to you, but you get to choose to tune in to a specific one. And you may have a preferred one. For example, I may prefer to watch drama while I know my husband would prefer to watch news or a documentary. And some of my boys would prefer to watch sports. So there are these different channels. Now I'm going to share with you these five channels. The first channel is a cognitive language channel. The second channel is an emotional channel. The third channel is internal sensation. So what's going on in your body? The fourth channel is external perception, which are basically the five senses. And then the last channel is a relational channel or a relational awareness. Now, many of us, and this is me for sure, especially given my background as a speech pathologist, the channel I'm most comfortable with is that cognitive language channel. This is a channel that I obviously use with my SLP clients all the time and a lot of my coaching clients because we do a lot of mindset coaching. 
So it's often a preferred channel. And really, we use language to express what we're noticing in other channels too. So it makes sense that this is a channel we can't really get away from. So it will be one that we tend to always go back to. But what's really helpful is deliberately trying to explore the other channels. And this exploration can help us really stay in the present and really get to know yourself, get in touch with all aspects of yourself. So I'm going to give you a peek at the kind of things that you're going to explore or that you can explore in each channel. If we were to jump in and explore external perception, what the external perception channel is going to look like is you're going to be looking at the five senses. I would invite you to notice what you see, hear, taste, feel, smell, get in touch with those five senses. Last week, we dove into much deeper with the 54321 technique. So it's almost like this channel is where you would use that technique. We receive input from the world through our senses and we receive this information. And then we have dedicated areas of the brain to process that information to try to make sense of it. So that's the external perception channel. Next, we can jump into the internal sensations channel. Now, these are all the sensations, like the physiological condition of the body and the nervous system. So it can include things like pain or throbbing, itching, hunger, thirst, movement of energy. So like pulsing or tingling can include temperature or muscular sensations, a tightness, a numbness, urges, action impulses. It can also include things like noticing your breath or your heartbeat. So these are all the sensations that you're going to feel in your body, all the sensations that make up your internal experience. You're going to tune into those. Now, the cognitive channel, like I said, is one that we're all pretty familiar with. And it includes language and images and concepts and narratives or the stories that you tell, memories and dreams. It really is our thinking. And again, it's usually in the foreground and our other experiences are in the background. But when we are aware of our cognition, then we can start to see some patterns. And that's what we do a lot in coaching. We look at the patterns of thought. We can start to recognize some of the habits that we have, how repetitive some of our thoughts can be. And we can see how our stories are just one of many stories that we can tell. We can choose different stories. So that's the cognitive language channel. Next, we have the emotion channel. This is a really important channel. And if you've been listening to my podcast, you may have heard me say that everything we do is driven by the emotions and feelings, how we want to feel and how we don't want to feel. So this channel actually is an important determinant of our quality of life, our life satisfaction. So you want to ask yourself, what are the emotions I'm feeling? And we build up the capacity to observe and witness and feel our emotions. This is such an important concept to learn, which is why I spent quite a bit of time on the podcast already sharing with you. And you can go back and relook at some of those much earlier episodes, how to feel your feelings in a healthy way. Now you can struggle sometimes with naming emotions. And it may be helpful to spend some time playing around with them. Like you can go online and there are lists and emotion wheels and charts that you can look at what are the different labels for emotions. Sometimes it's really helpful because we don't have the language to name them. So looking at these charts can be helpful. That gives us the language and then we can play with what fits when we feel something. 
Now, the last channel is what is called the relational awareness channel. And this is basically noticing the relationship that we have to something outside of us, or even the relationship to something inside of us. So it could be to another person, a problem, an event, our body, ourselves. So we can sense connection or disconnection, mistrust or rejection or attraction or tentativeness, trustworthiness. Now, these may not be always 100% accurate, but they do inform our reactions about the support around us and about what we're consciously choosing. So this is all about the relationship. Are you drawn to it? Are you pulled away from it? What relationship do you have with others, with yourself? As you explore these five channels, what sometimes can happen is some unconscious things can come up, like some hidden assumptions or beliefs that you have or feelings or sensations. And that's what happens when you're building awareness. So that's okay. How you use these channels is actually quite simple, but it does take a lot of practice. How it can work is you could be dealing with an issue or a challenge or even a habit that you have, and you simply go through changing channels and asking yourself what you notice in each channel. You really have to be in the present though to change these channels and witness what's happening in them. For example, maybe I have a conflict with one of my kids and I may check in with my cognitive channel. What do I think? What's going on in my mind? What story am I telling? Then I switch channels. What emotion am I feeling? Am I feeling anger, sadness, frustration, hurt? Then I may ask myself, okay, change channel. What's my internal sensation? Do I have any tightness, any nausea? What's my breath rate doing? What's my breathing doing? What's my heart rate doing? And then maybe the perception. What are my senses telling me? What do I see, hear, feel, touch, smell? And then switch to the relational channel. How do I feel towards my child? Do I feel disconnected? How do I feel towards myself? Am I feeling shame? How do I feel towards the situation? What this does is it allows you to get more in touch with your body in the present moment. It helps you get out of your head. Yes, you will go into the cognition channel for a few minutes, but then you're switching. You're having a much more whole experience. It helps you build up your awareness. And when you're more aware, You're just in a better position to make choices about how you want to be, how you want to show up instead of just reacting without a clue as to why you're doing what you're doing. So try it out. I'm going to encourage you to spend some time practicing going into the different channels. Play around. You can't do it wrong, but it will help you get more grounded and present and aware and deliberate. So again, you want to try out these different channels. I'll just review them one last time for you. The first one is the cognitive channel, and that is the cognition and the language. The next channel is the emotional channel, so how you're feeling. The third channel is the internal sensations channel. So that's what's actually going on in your body with your sensations. Then these external perception channel, which are your five senses. And lastly, the relational channel or relational awareness. What's the relationship between the things that you are exploring? 
give it a try. I would love to hear what you think of this and if it helps you. And of course, if you need help, you know where to reach me. Just reach out Facebook, Instagram, send me a message. I would love to help you explore more of these channels. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting. 